as yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Morning listeners, were you aware that it's Valentine's Day? I wasn't. Are you in the same boat as me? It's time to lie our way out of trouble. Your questions for Beck Hewitt. Oh, we're doing that today. Mm-hmm. Maybe John Howard's got some. He's joining us live to discuss Obamagate and launch his new band, Obama-rama. He's building bridges today, people. <laughs> Online dating disasters. What's Mercedes Corby done now? Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, John, ex-flatmate. Think you're so big. Got your column. Think you're good. Well, let's see, Johnny boy. We'll be knocking that bloke down a few pegs today. Yeah. Restoring the Peter Brock death car. Is it in poor taste? And George McEncrow from our Brisbane office joins us. Uh, she'll be telling us what's going on up north, who's underwater, who's not. <laughs> it's all coming up on Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. He has no pants, but he is all class. Thank you. That's Rob Thomas, Lonely No More. Good morning, everybody. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. I'd be Tony Martin. That'd be Ed Cavalier. Hello there. Richard Marsden's on board. Yeah. Pushing buttons like nobody's business. It's Valentine's Day. I only just found this out. You genuinely didn't know? No, I didn't know. Is it it an event, though, at your place? Not really. Does the dog get dressed up as Cupid and, you know, come in with chockies in its mouth or something? It may tonight. Oh. We're going to need uh, excuses Yuck. of uh, how you got out of Valentine's Day. Not what I normally say. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do it on a different day in New Zealand. <laughs> oh, well, like what day then? Oh, six months from now. And then six months from now, she's forgotten. Really? That's appalling. Great way to, you know, you showed her. Her love is alive. <laughs> but, you know, maybe Carl Stefanovic can help. Uh, uh, he was giving out love tips. I didn't see it. Valentine's Day pickup lines. Slightly robotically. Yeah. Have a listen. Your father must have been a thief because he stole the stars out of the sky and put them in your eyes. Oh, could that work? (laughs) Wow. Does not compute. Does not compute. Often uh, they've got some sort of machine that gets rid of the robot noises when it goes out on the telly. Yeah, they do. A filter. (laughs) But it's ungated on this program. Yeah, yeah, we get the direct feed. Uh, Telly last night, did you watch the Today Tonight uh, Corby bombshells? Tony? Yes. Wow. First time I've ever watched a whole episode of Today Tonight, <laughs> and I picked a doozy. Yeah. Brilliant. What did you make of it all? Teeth, uh, noses. Yes. That The lady that hosts uh, Today Tonight, the new Naomi. Yeah. Not quite Naomi. Yeah. Uh, she can speak at a rate of knots. Yeah, Anna Corrin, she's great. Anna Corrin, is that her name? Yeah, she does she, some good work. She can belt it out. Where was she before she did this? <laughs> Floating around. She did one of those smart kids programs briefly. What, like behind the news? A couple of years were, ago. They were always about mm. echidnas. Every, pretty much every day in my primary school, we had to watch a show about an echidna. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and, and so now, she, all right, anyway, so yes, I did see it. Too, yeah, right? teeth and noses, I think, was the key. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't remember much else. The bombshell was just that uh, I think Jody Powers' mum was mm. given some uh, gear to yeah. deliver. Oh. <laughs> Nobody seemed too surprised. <laughs> they get flashing to that shot of Mercedes Isn't on the wonderful? bomb. Isn't it wonderful? I'm surprised because it's only the front bit and you're going, she could have pulled it off as a wind instrument. <laughs> Taking a didgeridoo lesson. I love how, oh, yeah, yeah, there's no mirror. And then you go, but what about this photo? Oh, that was when I was 17. Yeah. I only took a couple of puffs. And you go, isn't it great that there was a photographer on hand to preserve the memory of oh, those yeah, few yeah. puffs? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Jody Powers' bum was spun bloody gold. She was feisty and Have a listen to her. Now, Mercedes Corby has volunteered to sit a lie detector test. What do you make of that? Bring it on, Mercedes, because you won't pass. You wouldn't know how to lie straight in bed. Don't know if you want to print that, Anna. (laughs) Wow. 
Okay. And I have a magazine I don't know about. It's an electronic medium. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> it's great. We got any more of her? Okay. My daughter does not lie. And I'm absolutely appalled at the fact that Mercedes Corby had that cheek to get on TV and say the things she said this morning. That's what got me very upset. Out of everyone in my entire family, Jodie is the most honest person there is. She doesn't say much for the rest. Like they're, you, perhaps? They're being <laughs> ranked now. <laughs> You're going, isn't that the woman that, I think just five minutes earlier, failed the lie detector test? Yeah, but big time as well. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of Jodie Powers. No. Time. She'd clip you around the air, oh, that yeah, woman. Yeah, we're wrench uh <laughs> with a wrench you say so, so basically so is that it is, is mercedes guilty now is it trial by today tonight is that is that legally binding now we're all done is that right that's it <laughs> she's Tied off in a pretty package yeah. is, is there more bombshells how long are they going to stretch this thing i know it's amazing well it's who's left opera. hang on a sec who's left oh. mercedes yeah. she says she didn't do it there's other corbys they can get to He's there. Oh, Don't there you. was a brother. The brother was also on the news is bam bang if they tracked down that guy oh yeah bam bang wasn't on there get in the mix uh, they had one of those guys, the one legal advisor. Yeah, yeah he had some... Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to... Oh. Yeah, maybe shouldn't talk about what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Too many allegedly. Yeah, a lot of allegedly <laughs> there. Was there a Gold Coast developer involved? Really? Gold Coast a, real estate guy? There was a guy. Gold Coast entrepreneur at some stage. <laughs> what, yeah. what was his involvement? He was in the play, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. I love how tonight Anna Corrin goes, uh, we are going to be getting the comments of uh, Jody Powers and we're going to be subjecting them to... A lie detection process. What's that? I don't know. So she's not going to be wired up to a lie detector. They've got some new process they can put it through. Even better. I don't know what it's going to be. Put it on the rich list. You just filter it through ad breaks, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and sizzle for a next comment. Uh, Okay, I feel like we're getting into trouble. Let's move on to something less controversial. Mm. Or more controversial, Mm. the Peter Brock death car plan. Oh, what? Is that a good idea? Plans to rebuild Peter Brock's fatal race car have stalled. The violent backlash to the project has prompted uh, its architect to reconsider. Uh, Car collector Peter Champion was surprised at the reaction from uh, Brock fans and family who called it macabre. Mm. He thought Brock would want the Daytona memorialised. Now, is it a good idea? If you're going along, kiddies are going along to some kind of Peter Brock museum. Mm. You'd want to see, which is going to be great. But you'd want to see the car that he won a race in. Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? Is it wrong? Yeah, I think so. Who's this bloke calling next? Uh, Hello, is that Vic Morrow's wife? (laughs) You remember that helicopter that decapitated (laughs) your husband? Yeah, put it back together. Would you like me to bring it around? It looks great. Fully restored. Blades are turning again. Hello? Ungrateful cow. Oh. Uh, I better call Yoko owner until I've fixed up that gun. <laughs> hey, it's Midnight Oil Dream World here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. It's Valentine's Day. Want to hear another Valentine's message from Carl Stefanovic? Yeah. Let's hear it. Happy Valentine's Day to you too. Love, Muffin Richard. Oh, Richard, what's, what's going on? Wow, Hang on. That is certainly exciting. It's nice that he personalised it for me. I love Muffin. <laughs> you know it. Sure. Toasted. Nicely really? cracked there, Richard. Uh, <laughs> You've been getting calls. We, we were doing the thing, yeah, was yeah. it yesterday? We were talking about new listener events. Yeah. yeah. And Richard's one, I thought was especially poor. <laughs> it was a homing pigeon race. Yeah. And he's claiming that there's heaps of people calling up in support of that idea. Yeah, a torrent of uh, correspondence. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, we've got something from uh, Jade Sheldrick. Yeah. He said about your pigeon racing idea, uh, with or without bets for charity maybe, maybe a charity involvement. Yeah. I, I, I like in... the bets, don't like the charity bit. Well, well, it's good for the emotional bank account of the show. Why is Jade Sheldrick... Do we have an emotional bank account? Yeah. 
if you wish to hold a race, uh, he can he can uh, help us out there. Uh, How? What's uh, he going to provide? Airspace? Well, we can contact him via mobile. Surely. Why is Jay Sheldrick emailing from your address downstairs? Look at that. <laughs> oh, is that right? That is shonky. Excuse me, hang on. No, no, no. What the, how is he going? What's he going to provide? Well, I, I dare say pigeons right. and uh, cages and you know ways to make it. Sheldrick, if you can provide pigeons <laughs> uh, and a book, you know, like for charity and stuff, oh, then yeah. you're on. Yeah. If not, don't want to know about it. How is this good radio though? What does a pigeon race sound like on the radio? I have no idea. It'd be a bit of. <laughs> And then nothing for ages, <laughs> and then a bit more. Ooh, I would have thought. Case closed. Okay, done. Pencil that in. Done. Okay, I'll put aside that interview with the prime minister we were going to do. Oh, he's on nice. the line. Is he on the line? He's on the line. The actual prime minister. Mm. Going to have a powwow, mm. uh, Mr. Howard. Uh, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Tony. And let me say, it's great to finally be here in person instead of that ridiculous impression you normally use. Yes. Yeah, sorry about that. You um. You really seem to have stirred up some trouble this week with your comments about the war in Iraq. Yes, look, there was, there was nothing offensive intended in my comments about Black Osama. Sorry, Barack Obama, who I don't think there's anything remiss in a fellow coalition partner commenting about the situation in Iraq. Yes, uh... Who are the other members of that coalition again? Well, there's the British, of course. And who else? Well, there's, uh... Well... I think uh, I think Alaska is behind us. Well, that's just one of the United States, surely. Yeah, but it's not actually touching the others. Hawaii are on board. Prime Minister, are you suggesting that if Barack Obama were to be elected and withdrew US troops from Iraq, you'd be willing to retain an Australian contingent? Well, that's a, a hypothetical scenario, but certainly there are uh, unique Australian programs that would benefit the Iraqi people. Such as? A tidy town scheme, right. properly implemented and enforced, wouldn't go astray. Uh-huh, Perhaps yep. a few days of total fire ban could be introduced into the Iraqi calendar. Maybe. Regular visits by John Farnham could be beneficial. Yeah. Statues of Don Bradman on every bombed-out corner to inspire the population to rebuild. Yep, sure. you know, a few less mosques, a few more Bunnings warehouses would be a, a step in the right direction. Uh, the, well. the Iraqi people People need to learn to assimilate to the ways of their occupiers. Excuse me, Tom. Uh, yes? Yeah, if I could cut it. Uh, if you're doing John Howard's voice, yeah. how is this working? Because you're here live. Well, obviously, my bits are pre-recorded. Right. Uh, but hang on. Are you following a script? Of course he will. Alan Jones has been flying the flag for him for some time. Uh, Mr. Howard, we seem to have got out of sync here. Dozens, apparently, Tony, according to Tony Abbott, if you'll pardon the expression. Ed, you've thrown us out of sync. Sorry, Tony. Of course I've never tried down-blousing from the upper house, Richard. What an absurd suggestion. No, of course not, Prime Minister. Guys, I, I think I can get this back on track. Yes. Really? Um, Mr. Howard, if we could cross now to Kevin Rudd who has this to say to Tony. If the Prime Minister wants to be hairy-chested about this matter, Tony, then perhaps he'd like to explain to the electorate why he's been dragging the chain. Uh, yes. An unclear point well made. Uh, sorry, are we back on script again? Uh, yes, Mr Howard. You sounded like Cavalry f***ed it up for a second there. Uh, I'm sorry, Prime Minister. We can't condone that sort of language. What, can't I say f***? But how are you f***ing beeping this if it's f***ing live? No f***ing idea. Hang on, I am actually live. I was recorded last week. If the Prime Minister wants to be hairy-chested about whether we're live or not, get f***ed 
Dr. Rudd. Sorry about this, ladies and gentlemen. Here's f***ing Hinder. <laughs> there you go. You make it hard to be faithful. A perfect song for Valentine's oh. Day. Hinder. <laughs> Here it get this. What kind of message is that song? I don't know, but... Uh, Pushing out. You know what I mean? Our very good friend, the bear. Yeah, oh, the bear. He's watching us through the glass, and he's taken uh, footage on his phone of uh, you playing air guitar. It wasn't air guitar. It was a uh, blind chord guitar. Yeah, he's forwarding that footage to the music department. Whatevs. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry about that John Howard thing before. Mm-hmm. That was very confusing. In fact, it was... Pure humbug. I couldn't follow it. My head was hurting by the end. <laughs> Pure humbug. Let's get this. Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier, Richard Marsden no. pushing buttons. We've had right. so many calls. Mm. about your flatmate. Uh, <laughs> people enjoyed him on the show last year. This is a bloke Ed was living with. Very keen to sing Nick Lachey uh, songs on uh, the radio whenever possible. He wants to do Hinder, he told me. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's he living now? He lives, uh, I didn't realise this, but he, he lives about two streets up from me. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 in another place. Right. And he says that he, 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 he likes his new flatmates, but they're not as fun as living with me. Oh, okay. And that's true, because it was really fun, us living together with the boozer, the and third party. What I like is you're getting material about him mm. for the show. Mm. And then mm. I didn't realise he had a column in a Melbourne newspaper, yeah. and he's, he's now using... He's had a go. Basically, what did he say about? Well, okay, so he's got a column each week where he can just have a rant. Right, right? he thinks, and you, look, you have to understand that he thinks he's good, right? right? <laughs> so, in his little car, in his little Ford Maroon Ford Festiva, chock full of out of date aero bars in the back, because he used to be a Nestle rep and he's off time. He's decided, right? Because he's decided that he's going to talk about oh Valentine's Day, how you know there's. He can't get a date, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, isn't, isn't life terrible? While, like, saps are going to watch the latest Hugh Grant rom-com on Valentine's uh, Day. Yeah, right, right. Because I had mentioned that perhaps, yeah. perhaps I may be going to do that. Okay. So now he thinks it's okay to just print what he likes. Oh, right. So he's... What has he said, though? What, what was he the... was saying that losers... He was, he was looking down on people. But he but... didn't name you. No. Whereas you name him pretty much every day on the show. Well, I know who I know what he was getting at. All oh, right, I brought it up with him, and he went, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. So he thinks he's clever. Okay. Now, listen. The thing you need to know about him is the th- the front uh, light from his Ford Fest, his sister's Ford Festiva, had fallen off. Yeah. Okay. And I blue tacked it back on. I got a lot of blue right. tack from the station, stole it, and I put it back on. And I haven't seen him for a couple of months because I've been away. Right. I saw him yesterday, and it was still there. And I said, "Hey, the blue tack's looking good." And he said, "Yeah, I've been taking credit." <laughs> Okay. Nasty. It sounds to me like... What is that? It's, it, it's my idea. All right. And now, and just, just to make things worse, he's been dating a life coach. Yeah, that's and to, right. And to get out of Valentine's Day, you know what he said? What? He's pretending he's in London. Ooh. Oh, this is good. We've already got a couple of getting out of Valentine's Day excuses already, and we haven't gone to Talkback Mountain yet. How is he able to pull that off? Just doesn't answer his phone. Calls back a few days later. Oh, I was in London. Is this the same woman? And this is like quite a perceptive... Psychologist, I'm assuming. Let's not get too okay. far into it. A life coach. But this is the woman he picked up by saying, you remind yeah. me of an actress, and then he's made up a name. He's made up a name. And then she's got onto the internet and mm. found out there is no subject. Mm. And he's had to pretend that he didn't know how to spell it. Right. This is the kind of person you're reading in the newspaper. So you can choose... No, you can choose who to believe. Right. The insane rantings, you know, of a bitter individual, yeah. a car full of used aero bars, mind you. Yeah. Up to, and when you get into his car... Used? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, what does that mean? By who? And how? <laughs> For what? When you get into his car, you're up to your neck in old towels that he refuses to wash. You know, yeah. copies of the Herald Sun from... You know, seventy-one, yeah. and he thinks he just because he's got a typewriter or whatever he uses a word processor that he can say what he likes. Are you perhaps not getting enough material off your new flatmates? Oh, is that what this is yeah, about? Maybe.
You're living with three women. It I, sounds like a dream scenario. No, for you. no. Well, no, no. They look, they're lovely. Yeah. But they just, you know, they just don't. They don't do things like that. They don't do enough stupid things yeah, to make yeah. your job easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what have you done? Have you just poked them with a stick? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, it, yeah. last night I. Well, okay. Last night I. I was bored. Yes. And they were all watching Heroes, which right. is just awful. It, it was very popular. It's No Retreat, No Surrender, the 90s action film. I haven't seen it. Set, you know, set today. Okay. That's what it looks like. All right. Anyway, so... I heard it was the X-Men combined with the OC. If nothing happened, there were no jokes. And it's lots of kind of cartoon bad guys running upstairs wondering where they might be. Uh, anyway, so they were all watching that. I was bored out of my mind. So I walked up to one of them and I said, how... Can I? Am I going to get in trouble for saying a word here, though? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's all you know. Really, what the word is would be the first criteria, I think. I walked up to the one and I was very bored, and I said, "Hey, cat, how much would it cost for you to change your last name to retard?" Okay, that's not offensive. Is that okay? Well, it's an actual word. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends yeah, yeah. on it's what context you use it. Yeah, yeah. and she, and I said that you can't. You have to pronounce it that way. And you can't change it again. Mm. And I was hoping for a discussion. Yeah. And she just looked at me and said, "Why would I do that?" I asked John the next day, and he said a hundred bucks, and I oh. I had to talk him up to a thousand. See what this this See, is this like. This is what I need. This is like the scene in Annie Hall. Ah, when the lobsters oh, yes. are down behind the fridge, yeah. and yeah. they're joking around, and then he gets another girlfriend, and she's going, "Why are the lobsters behind your fridge?" And the chemistry's gone. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so your flatmates didn't find the retard joke funny. No, it was, it was, so they're not good I, enough. I wanted a discussion <laughs> about how much it would cost. <laughs> And then I wanted them to start talking about, well, you know, how with and I said, you're not allowed to explain it to people when you tell them your last name as well. Yeah, right. And you have to look shocked when they start laughing. I think we're going to restore order and taste on this program. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> Did I? You were the one that wanted me to talk about him. <laughs> he's, he, he thinks he's so good now. He'll be cruising around his, in his sister's festiva, lording it up about, oh, how they're talking about me on the radio. With my used aero bars and <laughs> Sweaty towels. Okay, I think we can. Uh, I think we can come up with a more romantic scenario for Valentine's can Day. Can we? We'll give it a crack next. Get this. Experiencing an unusually high number of encounters with dangerous reptiles. Brought to you by Nick from Templestowe. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. Has uh, John, your ex-flatmate, called in yet, Ed? He doesn't have a phone. He's got no credit on his phone. I know that for a fact. He's got to wait till his column comes out for a rebuttal. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so revenge is best served Thinks cold. He's good. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, sunburned people calling in, mm. uh, declaring empathy with myself. Mm. Severely sunburned on the weekend by going outside for less than 30 seconds. <laughs> Can happen. Uh, and someone here, Philip Taylor, is uh, dobbing in a nerd. We were doing that the other day. And he says, one of my friends went to the Grand Prix face-painted, forgot to put sunblock on the rest of his face, and had the logo of a certain Formula One team burnt into his face for a month and a half. That is great. But you, surely you could get some paid sponsorship for that. That is really good. Because yeah. the temptation is to always, when your friends uh, say, could you put some sunscreen on my back, is yeah. to write something. Yeah, right. What have you... Oh, I've never had the guts. Right. But it'd be great. Not retard? Oh... <laughs> Okay, we won't use that word again today. <laughs> I think there might be some trouble. Phil Taylor, can I sponsor your show now? No. Sir, oh, oh, okay, no, you okay, can. Okay, yes. Yeah. What's he doing for us? Is there any contra deal with Phil? He's given us the story about the sunburn oh, guy. That's okay, all okay. you have that, to do. Fine. No, that's plenty of contra. That's all that's required. Uh, okay. What are you going to play today? Hey, I'll tell you what I'll hand you today, Ed. I'll hand you this Ganga Jang CD. <laughs> 
<laughs> See if you can play that. Two, three, four. <laughs> and that's Gangajang. Here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. And it's Valentine's Day, we're told. Mm. So it's an especially romantic Talkback Mountain today. You a romance guy, Tone? Oh, non-stop. You heard me play Hinder earlier. <laughs> Trying to give the wife a message, are you? I did. It's an ex you've got your eye on. <laughs> I didn't know that it was Valentine's Day. So, so it's not a big deal at your house. Not really, no. We're too busy. Busy doing things. There's always time for romance, clearly, but confining it to one day. I don't know about that. Yes, this is the way I'm going to be trying Such to talk myself out of trouble tonight. Oh, dear. go and do something. Go yeah. and get her. Go and get her. Get a, Get yourself an outfit. Get a sailor's outfit and dress up. <laughs> Give her a surprise. Yeah, all aboard the SS Martin. I eh? can't believe I didn't have <laughs> it flagged in the diary. I had you know twenty fours on tonight. Oh, I had yeah, that yeah, written yeah, down. Yeah. Extras is on tonight. How good? Nine o'clock Midnight? on the. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, out of sync. The ABC obviously don't know that it's a good show. They're putting on at a decent time and telling you about it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, we need excuses. Okay, how do okay. you get out of Valentine's got a Day friend. trouble? I uh, got a friend. Let's call him Nolsey. Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, but Pete. Uh, he <laughs> met someone, and they they met at the party, and mm. then they saw each other again, mm. and he said, and this was recently, right. and I said, oh, so how's it going? He goes, no, 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 no. No, I can't see her again until after Wednesday. The one who was trying to avoid the Valentine's Day thing. Oh, okay, so he had to buy a present. That's very similar to a, what a friend of mine did as well for Valentine's Day. Which is? Because he knew that this girl liked him and he liked her. This is oh. back, in the, back in the uni days. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he, you know, wanted to ask her out then and there, but he decided he had to wait two months for Valentine's Day to be over because <laughs> he was that tight with his money. <laughs> and did, it, and did she move on? The sociology professor no, or something? Luckily, she stuck around. That is beautiful. I know, that's and so what loyal, did you? It? Sorry, so the friend, what did he end up doing? Uh, he asked her out yeah. after Valentine's it's Day. you, isn't it, Richard? No, it's not no, what are you going to do for Very unsuccessfully. What are you going to do? I've got nothing. Hey, hey, well, well a, bath, a bathtub full of rose petals and me naked uh, in it. Hey! A la American Beauty, obviously. Isn't that what you're doing? Isn't Photos that what every guy does? on the website tonight. <laughs> That'd be great. Imagine coming home and Marsland's in the bathtub. Yeah. Uh, up to his you-know-whats in rose petals. Uh, so that's what you're going to do. A little potpourri, a little Marsland potpourri. Hot and heavy. That's See, beautiful. all I'll have to do is make sure I tape EastEnders, <laughs> and I'm out of trouble. Out of trouble. What about a rom-com? You were talking about rom-coms yeah, earlier. Yeah, Is yeah, it the? Yeah. I know it's sort of midweek. It's not yeah, quite yeah, right. But would yeah. people be getting out and renting? I think so. Yeah, some of you, you know, some of your, uh, they'll either go and see a new Hugh Grant number. Yeah. Or it's it's back to McConaughey's back catalog. Matthew McConaughey. Okay. He's, Richard Marsden was defending. Mm. He was too. In the office this morning. Well, based on what I said, he was a. Tr- I, I, you know, I said maybe not a fan. You said dazed and confused. Oh, for everyone's good. Well, Even Ben Affleck is good. True. In dazed. And confused. Yeah. Everyone gets a free pass because yeah, yeah, yeah. of Days and Confused, which is a great film. After that, but the I'm Newton sort of, boys. I know, but I'm partial to any man who's been arrested naked playing bongos in his apartment at three a.m. That's <laughs> failure to launch. <laughs> failure to launch. Uh, although How you to lose a guy in ten days. He was defending that one this morning. No. It's a, it was a bit of a sleeper DVD hit amongst You're the ladies. You're kidding me. No. They, How they, to lose a guy in ten days? They always come back to that film. It's a good supporting cast as well. Jason Goldberg. <laughs> but. I like. Who Mac- is Matthew. Jason Goldberg? Yeah, who is that? Isn't he the one who was in Saving Private Ryan? And he was also in Days of Confused. He's the sassy. Oh, sort of oh the guy yeah, who was yeah, going to yeah. do the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah the okay, ambitious okay. guy. Yeah. He is quite good. Yeah, but he's Matt, great. Matt's up. You know, Matt's like, he's into dude, sure. 
I'm not sure about that, but he's got a very, okay. he's got a, a, a Texan genteel like sort of gentleman. He's thing. into dudes, but every shot you see of him, he's running shirtless with a dude. Like, but he's or, pretending not to be. You're saying he's lavender. He might be. Is he lavender? He might be. Hello to anyone in lavender marriage. We should be wishing them oh, a happy Valentine's another Day. Another strong year from all of you. <laughs> Keeping it under wraps. <laughs> Top job. Richard, name a couple. I don't know. Don't get me. Uh, we were ranking our uh, favourite fake show business marriages yeah. in the office this morning. Would have been a great segment, but we can't really do can't it on here. The legal bills. But you're talking great marriages. Uh, I love how, and Richard flagged this the other day before it happened, and he was right. The women's mags are making a sad and tatty attempt to turn Anna Nicole Smith into the new Princess Di. Oh. Memorial issues with the birth and death oh, dates yeah, at the yeah, top yeah, of yeah. the page. And they're celebrating the marriages. Of uh, Anna Nicole Smith. How many did she clock up? Well, there were three, but the first two, could you get a bigger contrast? <laughs> there she is, wedding number one, mm. aged about 12, uh, married to someone she's met at uh, Jim's Crispy Fried Chicken. <laughs> and, of course, his name inevitably is Billy Wayne Smith. Oh, that's lovely. And it's I love yeah. a wedding photo where the groom <laughs> is sporting an embarrassing teenage moustache. And acne. And then... And his dad's polo shirt. For total contrast. And a newborn. Shortly <laughs> later, she married this bloke, 63 years, her oh, senior. That was amazing. Who he met, who she met while she was uh, stripping, dan- or exotic dancing at a club. At a cemetery, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> you are joking. That guy was in a, a strip club. <laughs> I'd forgotten how youthful and handsome he was. <laughs> Oh look, that's he, not, we shouldn't be laughing. I feel terrible, no. but it's the grin. It's always the grin. It's always the grin that gets me. He, he's like his insane grin, yeah. and both of his hands in his lap. Okay. The cat that got the cream. We are looking oh, for yes. today. We've gotten so off subject. How did you get out of Valentine's Day trouble? Is that what it is today? Yeah, that'll do. Uh, is it specific enough? I'm worried that no one will call. Uh, we'll soon find out. Okay, the number is one triple three five three. Oh, let's jet rip it up. Here we get this around Fast the nation. ones work well for our show. We like a bit of fast gear on this show. It makes up for our waffle. Nice. And of course, it's Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Here we get this. Who forgot? Who forgot it was? And is now having to get out of trouble, Ed Cavalli. Hello, Laura. Hi. Uh, what happened? Well, uh, it was my boyfriend for. It was my boyfriend for two years. Mm-hmm. And the first year he forgot about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the second year he broke up with me the day before Valentine's Day. Oh. Do you think and that I was think, was that deliberate? Do you think? I think so because he tried to get back with me about a week later. Oh! <laughs> He's just avoided it. Yeah. And uh, you've been together ever since. No. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, okay, Laura. I hope you have a nice day. Forgot uh, it the first year. Yeah. And then went. Oh, it's coming up. Mm. Oh. I could buy her some. I could go yeah. and get. I could get a card, or I could go through the emotional strain of breaking up with her. Yeah, that emotional was, yeah, strain. To go I think, it's the best. I think it is. Save the three fifty. <laughs> Hi, Melanie. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Really good. What happened? Well, my husband will do anything to get out of Valentine's Day. He's gone and got himself a very bad viral infection, and I've been at the emergency department since half past twelve this morning. Oh, oh you've been. At the, you're there now at the emergency department. Uh, no, I've just picked him up and dropped him back at home, and I'm out now. Right. Enjoying the rest of my day. Well, uh, he's still got time. I mean, he's out now. He's out of emergency now. He's still got, you know, 10, 12 hours to go and do something. I don't think he's going anywhere. Surely he could construct a present from available elements around the house. (laughs) 
He's not that good. You know, a scrapbook, a potpourri, or something like that. He could write. He could write a poem. He could. Uh, a poem's good. Yeah. Hey, do you want? Okay, do you want to hear some romantic poetry? I would love to. You know, uh, we haven't got a poem for you, I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think we've got something by Carl Stefanovic on this morning show. Actually, read out a love poem to his boss. Do you want to hear oh, that, Melanie? That would be lovely. Sound yes. A to Eddie Maguire to the guy with the cutest dimples. Quiz show King of Kings to the guy who runs football clubs, Network 9 and other things. To the guy who wears our TV prints, why? I could eat you up on toast. To the guy whose face is everywhere, you're still the one. And I love the most. Oh, for a cyborg, he's very romantic. <laughs> sure he is. Not, a worry, though. not very appropriate for you, I'm afraid, Melanie, but it's more than your husband's done. Uh, but thank thank you, Melanie. Hello, Rod. Uh, what's uh, what's going on, bro? What did you do? I just want to start by saying I wasn't dating Laura, but... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you. I, I actually, yeah, my relationship was coming to a close, and so it was a case of uh, do I sort of go through Valentine's Day or break it off now? And What'd you do? Um, well, you know, I... Broke it off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Rod, oh, how's that 350? Uh, yeah. the, the card money you saved in your pocket. <laughs> Feeling good? Nah, look, my friend said, you know, if you don't, so you go through the Valentine's Day, she'll think it's a bit hollow. That's uh, true. Yeah. That's so true. This Rod. is sort of like how Tom Cruise broke up with Nicole uh, Kidman yeah, yeah. like five minutes before the 10 year. <laughs> Quickly. Uh, you know, the new check was due. The new check was due. <laughs> it's going to clear. The check was going to clear. Hey, so, Rod, you're swinging single now. Is that what's going on? No, no. No, this this Valentine's Day, my girlfriend's actually working in Dubai, so I get out of it again. In you a way. are a genius. <laughs> really? Right. Congratulations. Uh, well, maybe she... Oh, well, yeah, touche, young man. Uh, hello, Andrew. Hey, guys. How are you going? Good. What did you do? Um, I actually, I'd like to start by saying that I mm -hmm. really wanted to enter into this um, event, you know, with a present. Yes. But I, I'm a bit of a geek, and I ordered it on the internet, and uh, I, did, I didn't know it was going to arrive. Oh, and now, so, what did you actually order? A life-size replica of uh, Count Dooku's uh, device <laughs> from the second Star Wars film? No, the MP3 playing iPod. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The MP3 30. playing lightsaber. The oh. one that you can get that. No, oh, no the flamesaber. Yeah, and no, I went to this site called Moo.com, and they're like photos and stuff, and I thought, that's great, chicks love pictures. and um, <laughs> They sure do. <laughs> the research took about two seconds. Yeah. And so I ordered that, and well, that's fantastic, but it, it's coming from the UK, and it wasn't going to arrive, so I needed to bail. So I started to talk about the ethics of the day, oh. and the whole commercialism thing, and how it's really quite oh. wrong. Oh, to them. yeah, right. And did she go with that? Well, we're actually, I was coming back from basketball and the Spoonman was talking about it and I was listening to him go, oh, he's so right. Right, so you're able to cite the Spoonman is backing you up. Well, absolutely. I was listening to his argument and, yeah, and he was going, oh, it's all about, you know, the commercialism of the day, the Hallmark cards, and you should listen to that man, honey, because he's really, really on the ball there. <laughs> and what was her response? Where's oh, me hmm. bloody chocolate? <laughs> I like pictures, I want one. MP3 player. Yeah, maybe you could date the Spoon Man then. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. If you're so on with him. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's everyone. Thank that you all. That is such a romantic episode to get this. Delightful. <laughs> Wasn't as bad as I'd hoped. No. I was hoping for real, like, 
Yeah. You know, uh, faking illness, we've got leaving another. the country, that kind of thing. You know, people forget. just kind of break up with each other. We have a second hour now. Again. Oh there's, yeah, right, great. There's more Valentine's ugly. Forward to it. There's stuff to come. Valentine's Day wise, George Mackincrow, Brisbane office, is going to be here telling us what's going on up north. Great. And that's after the news. Get this. Totally unacceptable. It's putting lives at risk. They must stop it. Brought to you by Thomas and Robert Goss of Penrith. I want cause I can if I don't because I wanna It's Valentine's Day still. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna And it's the second hour of Get This. George McEncroe from our Brisbane office is here. Yo. Oh, my own round of applause. I don't get that very often. It's the special one. Pleasure to be here. What's going on in Queensland that we haven't been covering properly? What isn't going on in Queensland? It's all going off. Uh well. For me, for us tonight, we've got Tradie for a Lady tonight. Oh, Tradie for a Lady. This is the kind of idea. This is what real programmers do. It's a really good idea. Well, it had an organic beginning. That's... And hopefully an orgasmic conclusion. Oh, hello. I uh, know. Uh, we we had a girl ring us last year in about September saying, "I'm looking for a tradie." Yeah. We said, "Go to car parks, look for you." It's standard approach. Oh, good right? idea. But we had to get a bit more scientific than that, so we set her up with ten blokes. She chose one, and lo and behold, they're still together. Is that right? Kelly and Nick. God bless them. And what are we working on, Richard? Nerds for a bird. Um, okay. Yeah. It's a different station. That's event. a harder barrow to push. I've got to say. <laughs> it's just really be Richard and Ed. <laughs> In the room with one loose woman. Oh, wild. Uh, it's all coming up in this hour of Get This. Uh, that's the Chili Peppers. You're listening to Get This. Wreaking havoc, disrupting tourists, city workers and sports stars alike. On Triple M around the nation, a round of applause again for George McEncroe. Oh, two rounds of applause. From our Brisbane office. It's my yes. Valentine's Day. Done now. I'm, I'm all loved up. What's going on up there at the moment? Well, uh, <laughs> well, we have a lot of things going on. We, with the Trady for Lady yeah. thing is big tonight, and we've had some. Yeah. You are so excited about it, aren't Look, you? Because we all know mm. what's what it's all about, what it's really about. Yeah. What do you mean? Come on. What? It's, look, it's just you know, let's let's well, go and you know get it on. You've gone all glazed. That's it's not it's not about people <laughs> trying to find like boyfriends and girlfriends. I think it? it might be. It's <laughs> tradies are now very desirable. I mean, well, they, they are. Rich, they they make heaps of money. They're Muscly, yeah. they're cut. <laughs> See, now you're getting all glazed, Richard, and I don't. I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable. What, what were you saying? Like, they're the new surgeons off air. Yeah, no, they are the new George surgeons. That's what that's what they're, they're told. They're now being pushed on young women as the new husband to have. So and I'm, I'm have an, a skill. I'd like that in a husband. Well, I, 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 I'm an actor. Rich is a panel operator. Tone, Tone reads magazines. <laughs> are, they, oh, are we, tra- are we tradesmen? No, but this we is, did. I'm have, a tradesman. I'm, I'm, I'm willing right. to drop the pants a few inches. I'm going to make me a surgeon. Richard is the closest thing to a skilled unit. And I am wearing a nail belt. You are. That's just for no heroes. But hang on a sec, so um, I don't count. Actors don't, you don't count. No, nothing, yeah. nothing to offer. Oh. Go out and act me a new shed. <laughs> See, no use. <laughs> Toilet's leaking. Can you act like it's not? Yes. Yeah, See, okay. no help. So no. this is a promotion. It's going on uh, Triple in Brisbane. Mm. It's happening tonight. The How pots. are the tradies located? I mean, how would you find them? Well, we put out a call, but we have had a bit of uh, argy-bargy over what qualifies as a trade. We've had some I'm people saying. like, mm. like uh, uh, book binders, for example. Yeah, yeah, I, I would saying, count. They count. Saying I'm a trade. Butchers. Yeah. They count, uh, don't they? Garbos. Well, tr- butchers, sure, because they've done an apprenticeship. Hairdressers, uh, not quite well. the buff uh, you know, thing <laughs> that we were hoping for. Hairdressers don't count. 
Yeah. They do. They're, they're a trade. But, but you you're know. not inviting them. No, they're welcome to come, but they will probably be beaten to death by the other trades <laughs> at some stage. <laughs> what Which about uh, good night? It was a good night. <laughs> International. Girls, but bash the hairdresser. <laughs> good night. No, I'm joking. There won't be any of that sort of International thing. con man. Is that a trade? <laughs> it should could be. Could Peter Foster get along no. in the derbs? No, Olivia <laughs> Newton-John's man could possibly uh, roll up. Score. <laughs> uh, well, good luck to everyone that's going. Yeah. I hope you score. It's they will better. be scoring. I'm in, I've they got a job in the toilet. You just said it. They will be scoring. We hope that they do. We, wanna, we yeah. want love to be made. <laughs> wow. And then they can ring us up and they can discuss their Play dates the on tape. air tomorrow. Which uh, so what are you in the toilets? <laughs> I'm in the toilets listening to girls, hopefully not being sick, um, talking to them about, you know, the, getting the inside word. And then you relaying it to the tradies? Uh, no, I'll be playing it on air. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so, so it won't be secret for long. It's better than anything we've come up with this year. Do they, hang on, one more question. Mm. Yeah. Do they come dressed as the tra- Like, do they come straight <laughs> in their straight from work gear, belts mm. and all? I don't think so, but it might be a bit of a tip, actually. You won't have to wash the Rip Curl t shirt. You might <laughs> get the salt out of your hair. <laughs> what have we got, Richard? What have we. Are we. Is it the table tennis tournament coming back? It's not really romantic. Well, Ed thinks it is. Does Matt Dower count? He made that. Is yeah. it that is very cool. Well, we're right. on the wrong track with the Bronski beat. Our <laughs> man, Matt Dower on the pots and pans. He's as Queensland as. He's from Gympie. He's from Gympie. He was the radio king of Gympie for several years. Out of his bedroom. In his own mind, at least. <laughs> what do we need to know about Gympie? Have we got anything? Uh, uh, it's a growing suburb. They've now got a film festival that goes on in Gympie. Gympie film? Right. I think Gym so. Fair. Maybe I just made that up. That happens sometimes. Bring out the Gympie. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Okay. Yeah. No, we got it. Um, I, th- I think it's time. You've sold the atmosphere. I think it's time for a song. And we'll be back to redistribute the romance in just a few moments. <laughs> That'd be mental as anything. Let's get this around the nation. Mm. Triple M. Uh, Triple M in Brisbane, of course, where uh, George McEncrow works. She's with us today. Oh, I'm delighted to be here. Uh, that seg- what was the segment you were telling us about off here? Bogan Sounding Bogan Official. Bogan Sounding Official. We had it on our Great whiteboard idea. for a very long time. Do you have a whiteboard? Well, we have bits of butcher paper, you know, when we break into buzz groups. Oh, buzz groups. (laughs) When we blue sky something. Well, outside uh, our studio, you can see that there's a whole pineapple and sandwiches kind of thrown around it because uh, some, some of the sales team are having an ideas igniter. Is that the new one? Is that before the ideas shower? Or is that after the inside mine? No, no, no. It's after because ideas igniter. Everyone's on an i. It's got ideas flame. Right. They need an idea shower just to cool them back up. And, and when does the fine storm kick in? Because that's something else they have here. Uh, I don't, yeah, sounds I think, dangerous. Yeah, no. I think that's. Uh, I think that's yeah. daily. I think Safety that's daily. officers in the boardroom. I mean, the amount of ideas that come flying out of this place. You know, that's how you can tell how many. Uh, how many I good do, ideas. So Someone's on fire right now. Yeah. We, we have got roll them around. so many ideas. Capril, isn't that? That'll take off in Queensland. Capril. People would love to wear a cape to work, wouldn't they, in for a, a month? For the whole of April? Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. I can't believe it hasn't happened before. But we haven't got anything as good as Bogan sounding official. Please, tell <laughs> us what that is. Well, I mean, we had a great example last night from Jodie Powers' mum. Uh, yeah. who was. Have we got some audio of that? Because yes. that was where it steamed from. Here we go. Now, Mercedes Corby has volunteered to sit a lie detector test. What do you make of that? Bring it on, Mercedes, because you won't pass. You wouldn't know how to lie straight in bed. Don't know if you want to print that, Anna. Yes. <laughs> See, because she knows about the ins and outs of journalism and yeah. liability, and she's been on the phone to us. So she thought, oh, you know, I just want to give you the option of cutting that out, Anna. Yeah, because, but it isn't a print medium, unfortunately. But she sounds very official. But we had some, we had some great calls. We had somebody who'd overheard. This was sort of rich bogans outside a private girls' school uh, where one said, oh, I want to get that teacher and grab him by the Jaguar. 
instead of the jugular, which was kind of nice. But well, <laughs> I have to say, uh, we all do a bit of that on this show. Yesterday, uh, or was it the day before, I was referring to tartar control mm. toothpaste. Oh. Yeah. Uh, then Ed Cavalli was talking about uh, the death nail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then yesterday, what were you saying? I was saying that you conjugate a marriage. Yeah. Oh, yes. So yes. I got conjugal and consummate. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it's a fine old time when nerds are looking down on bogans. That's all I can say. Yeah. Gee. Uh, well, you, you got a picture of a cape there, Tone. Yes, this is a fancy sort of artistic cape that's... Uh, Not everyone can do cape, but I think you could do that. Yeah, that's... It's Fashion Week on board. Yeah, that's As Morrissey got on board. Right. Well, they've obviously decided after our lead has been taken to go. go with capes, yeah. and that's a Yet I don't again. know that's, that's a red cape. That kind that's of a... looks like the one that that dwarf was wearing in that Venice film with "Don't Look Now" with oh. Donald Sutherland. That's just a creepy <laughs> cape look. It is yeah, like a Red Riding that. Hood yeah. arrangement Good for people with no legs. Mm, we're back on nerd uh, <laughs> ground. Have you noticed that? <laughs> no, I have you noticed me then. Jody Powers, Mum, what was going on with the nose? Is that just a warning that... not to take her on? Don't mess with me. Check this out, Chinatown. <laughs> I wouldn't take on any of those mums. They're the scariest mothers of all time. <laughs> that Mercedes Corby had a cheek. I love that. She had a cheek. <laughs> They didn't bother to uh, give her the treatment though. The the girl who was on, yeah. Everyone who goes on today tonight normally gets like the like the doled up, you know, like they get their hair done and everything like that. It looked yeah. like they just made her run around the oval a few times they and then sat her down because they, they want the host to look the the oh. prettiest. You see, is oh. that what they do? Yeah, what yeah, it's about? Yeah. So many tricks of the trade we've yet to. I don't know yeah. if I can all believe like, that show anymore. All ugly <laughs> girls know that trick. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know. We're in a society. Who told us that one the other day? Was it you, Richard Mars? And if you're being photographed for the paper. Oh, yeah. Stand on the left, left of the side. photograph. Mm. Oh. So when they in the snapperazzi column, your name is first. Oh, well, really? Isn't that a good yeah. one. But what I, sort of a desperate loser <laughs> figured that out? Uh, friend, Moss. One of my friends. <laughs> oh, sorry. One of my good sorry. mates. He uh, he's got this other technique that he has his regular face, yes. and then he has his oh here come the snapperazzi face, and he's yeah. worked out the precise angle and the the like the tilt of his chin and the look in his eye to make him look the best. What uh, a contribution to mankind. It's unbelievable. He'll die a happy man. I saw a great... Did you see the photo on the weekend of Ian Thorpe with the hard hat on <laughs> on a building site? Oh. It looked like a fashion shoot on a building site. Yeah. Yeah. Was he glistening? He had the... The hat, the hard hat, yep. on a jaunty angle. <laughs> oh, there's your tradie for a lady. <laughs> Rakish. Yes. All right. I hey. was a man's man. There's no doubt about it. I don't know whether we've brought romance back to the earwaves. Let's have another crack at that next. The Grammy winning sounds of Wolf Mother, Joker mm. and the Thief. Here, get this on Triple yeah. M around the nation. Uh, now. The other Grammy, another Grammy went to the Black Eyed Peas' My Humps. Ooh, oh, really well. across that? Yeah. It's terrible. That You'll be taking down on. the value of a Grammy, doesn't it? Big time. Next year it'll be Ed Cavalli with his uh, power ballad. Oh yeah. We've got to get those lyrics together. Dave Graney has sent in some lyrics. I'm not saying them until I get the pronunciation right. <laughs> really? Do you want to workshop something after the yeah. show? Because you don't want to cock that up. Because Dave will have put some effort into that. You don't. Want to you say... know what it is. I don't. I can't. I don't know what the second word is. You don't know what the tune is. Is the real problem. Okay. There's your first problem. We the need second to get... word is. I don't know what. I that. espied. I espied. Okay, fine. Yep. Espied. <laughs> espied is a word. Yeah. We'll, we'll have that up and running yeah. tomorrow. Good definitely. thing you're pretty, Ed. We've got to get there. Ah, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> the head Nothing. of our guitar department yeah, needs to be called in. Bill Miller, we'll have to get him on the case. He'll yeah. come up with a tune for our power ballad. Then right. you can start pasting on them yep. lyrics. Great. Thank you, Dave, for sending them in. Uh, George is here. George McEncrow from our, our Queensland office. Mm. I just want to pop down the other end of the country for the moment. Uh, this is a story on the news last night from Melbourne mm. uh, about a car accident. Nobody was, was hurt, but have a listen. 
Two men have refused to take preliminary breath tests after a car they were travelling in struck a railway bridge in Newport. A section of the concrete wall was shunted out of place by the impact of the collision. Neither of the men, one from Fitzroy and the other from Richmond, was injured in the crash. Both deny being the driver. Oh, how's that? Oh. He did it. Isn't that? That's like a short, that's like a Tobias Wolf short story oh. waiting to be written. What happened? Are they really good friends? And then they crash into that concrete wall? I'm... And what is the conversation where they decide, no, I'm not the driver and neither are you? Yeah. Maybe they can't remember. Maybe no. they were both asleep in the back, and the and the actual drivers jumped out some suburbs earlier, and they Peter just Foster, Foster took off and sent them careening into. You know what? That's what Tony's got it. This is what's happened. Foster's in the front driving in the derbs. He's got to a bridge, and just out of instinct, he's jumped off. <laughs> so technically, they're right. Neither of them is the driver. No, no. I would just love to know. I'd love to follow that up. <laughs> that's a great story. Neither driver. Has Foster been approached for our Birdman rally? <laughs> Maybe we change it to a Derpsman rally, right? Yeah, because the gay Mardi Gras Birdman rally idea doesn't... I don't quite know that people want to drive their floats into the ocean. That's the problem with that concept. All right. How does all that work? How's about this Derpsman rally, the Peter Foster Memorial Derpsman rally, uh. anyone you want in the Derps jumping off a bridge? It's but wonderful. It's perfect. Will anyone achieve distance, do you think? Can you, you have, have cops chasing them? Oh, you cops yeah, you've chase got them. Ch- Do the cops jump in as well? Yeah, the cops, are, the cops are trying to get you. Oh, oh no, okay. The cops chase you down the uh, down the bridge. If they get you before you get off the edge, you don't get to jump. And if you oh. make it off the edge, then you you're a winner. Jumps. You're a foster. Up in the Queensland office. Rex is just winner. tearing up tradie for a lady. <laughs> I can't top that one. The guys in their underpants. What else is going in Queensland that perhaps we haven't been turning the spotlight on? You've lost that bloke whose name we love, Springborg. Springborg. I know. It's a shame. We've got Messenger instead. Uh, it's yeah. not as much fun to say as Springborg. No, yeah. but it is good for players like, you know, don't shoot the Messenger and stuff. When oh, it comes, bring, you know, headline. yeah, yeah, headline writers yeah. Are happy. <laughs> Sub-editors are licking their chops all mm. around Queensland. Yeah. No, that's good. They had a bit of a biffo the other day, he and Pete. It was oh, unpleasant. Yeah. An actual childish. fight? No, well, no. But name-calling. And and he likened Peter Beatty to a prostitute, and then got up the next day and gave. Yeah, he a, likes. Likened. Oh, like oh, it. Okay, drew sure. it. <laughs> drew yeah, mate, a, a similarity. Just, just be more like a prostitute. I think we'd all be happy. <laughs> but then he got up to do one of his apologies the next day because he had to apologise to the house, and then said, uh, "And so it looked like one of those fake apologies. You know, I'm sorry to hear that you're yeah. such a loser. One mm. of those. I would like to apologise with all these comments that I made, and especially to the prostitutes of Queensland. Oh, oh I got one in. Hey, <laughs> great. Oh, mate, for him. Beatty's uh, my favourite premier. He's yeah. kind of cute. Really? Well, you want to get his little cheeks and give him a Yeah, he's all teeth and hat. Yes. That's what I like about him. <laughs> Cabbage Patch-esque. He's lovely. Yes, sweet. This show is all teeth and hat today. Okay. Sweetie uh, Petey Beatty. What, what he's doing today. We're still not back on romance. We keep promising it. We keep sizzling romance. Very little evidence of it. Well, what are we doing? We're going to go to a break, and when we come oh, back, wow. everyone's getting loved up. Get this. Behavior. Brought to you by Snake, Squirrel, Bear and Mouse, the children of Dez from the other day. Triple oh, M. Look, it's so romantic here in mm. uh, Triple M today. Mm. Get this around the nation. I'm blushing. Richard Marsland is desperately scrambling to find some romantic music. Beautiful. There it is. Lovely. George McEncroe from our Brisbane office is here. And what are we talking about? Online dating disasters, Ed. What were you thinking? Brings this on. Have you had one? No, but I know people who have. 
Right. They signed up to a dating service and then realized, got jack of it because they just kept, they, they, all right, how to put this. Then they found another one that mm-hmm. was pretty, pretty much just sex. And they oh, went okay. to that one instead. Right. So the disasters they were having initially was they kept going on dates with people that wanted relationships, oh, and, they, and they said that they felt they, they felt that was unfair. <laughs> it's a sticky business. They felt that was really unfair. <laughs> An unfair thing to do to email and then meet up and then what? We go out. Doesn't make any sense. Have you been involved in an online dating disaster, George? No, I met my husband when I was fourteen. I've I've oh, had no bit. dating experience at all. Okay, well, but you know something interesting about Valentine's Day? You I were claiming. certainly do. Well, I was doing a bit of research today for the show, pretending to be a wow. professional. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you won't, won't catch on anywhere. Very else. good. Big in Brisbane. Um, and I found out that like all the good feasts, we borrowed this from a Roman pagan festival, and it was the it was the feast of Lupercalia. And if you didn't envy the Romans enough for their aqueducts and their fancy other stuff... Sandals. Get this. It used to be a feast day where all the boys would come and draw the name of a woman from a, a hat of some sort. It was a lottery. And she would be your sexual companion for the whole year. So it's like an ancient version of... Uh, it's an ancient Swingers. version of trading for a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Except that the lady will have some choice. I mean, you wouldn't want to get a dud. Anyway, then the church took it over, of course, as they do, because they sense people having fun. And they said, we're going to put a stop to that. And then you had to draw men and women the name of a saint and emulate uh, them for the rest okay. of the year. And do what? A big oh, pops. right. Try That's and right. It's Lupercalia Day here at Triple M. <laughs> <laughs> Going back in time. Imagine the first year that that happened. Alrighty, here we go. It's the pots. Saint Finbar. Does anyone know her? Is she up for it? Well, Saint Uh Catherine of Bulgaria, who used to eat the vomit of the lunatics in her asylum. (laughs) Pox. Wow. That's my kind of saint. (laughs) Is that why she's a saint? Yeah, I don't think she had to do much other than that. That's pretty good. And thousands of years later, what do people do instead? Pop down a video easy to rent. Failure to launch. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. He doesn't have all the copies. Online yeah. dating disasters, Richard. I remember reading about one about two years ago. It was in France, and a guy was online chatting to this woman for ages. Didn't actually trade, you know, uh, photographs of each other. Mm. And they said, "Let's meet on this beach oh, at yes. midnight." Very romantic, and got there, and uh, it was his mum. Oh, oh yes. no! Yeah, no, it was so, that's true. It was yes. like on, it was in the news. And pina yeah, colada. Obviously, they hit it off. Pina colada. <laughs> Getting caught in the rain, except you're my mum. There we go. Not into yoga, I'm into Freud. That's a hard one to top. Most, I mean, I haven't had any internet romance. Most of the emails I receive are headed real making gold (laughs) opportunity authentic (laughs) and seem to come from the people at West Excelsior Enterprises. (laughs) They've got so much gold. So much gold. I don't know what to do with it. I am, and I didn't realise I was a member of the Nigerian royal family, but apparently I am. (laughs) Congratulations. Call us with your online date. Disaster, or someone else's if you've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. that'll do. Drop people in. If you've got friends, ring up, name them. The number, Ed? One triple three five three. That'll do. Oh, this Smash Mouth. Here we get this on Valentine's Day, where George Mack and Crow from our Brisbane office is here, and we're talking online dating disasters. Who's had one, Ed? Hi, Mick. Hey, going? Good, mate. What happened? I ended up on that don'tdatehimgirl.com site. Oh, no. oh, you just ended up? Oh. Ended up on there, and the current affair contacted me, wanted to do a story on it. Yeah? What did you do? I uh, I didn't go out with this girl for like six months, and I figured it was her, so I tried to contact her. Yeah? 
she uh, didn't uh, say yes or no, but uh, then she got her boyfriend to ring up to give me a death threat. Oh, oh no. dear, that's a bit extreme. And uh, he said, I thought I'm a comedian, so I thought I'd play it pretty funny. And he sort of <laughs> said, um, you, won't see, you won't see me coming. And I went, you sound pretty fat. I reckon I'll hear you coming. Right. Oh, and and, uh, and uh, <laughs> how did it work out? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I haven't seen her since, but, uh, yeah, she tried to make up all these stories. But, uh, yeah, I didn't do anything, yeah. actually. But uh, I always find romance is going well when current affair contact is. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a good sign. Yeah. Opposed to that woman. Uh, I thought it'd be a joke to go on a current affair, and, but no one sort of got the joke. No, <laughs> no they don't. All they the humour goes. Yeah, yeah, they often don't on that show. <laughs> Not big uh, on the laugh, Tracy Grimjaw. Thank you, Mick. Hello, Jessica. Hi, how you going, guys? Really good. What happened? Uh, mine's a bit of a tragic sort of story. Um, my mum met her current husband over the internet, yeah. and uh, she was 42 at the time. He was 23. Ooh. Oh. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 21. Okay. And when yeah. you say current, how many have there been? Uh, she's only been married twice. Oh, um, okay. She's still married to him. Anyway, what happened was he ended up coming out here. They got married. Where? Coming out here from where? Uh, from America. Oh, uh, yeah. Then he had to go back because of family reasons. Yeah. And she followed him a couple years. Oh, no, it would have been about a year and a half later. Yeah. And when she got there, found Uh-oh. that he had a girlfriend. Oh. That was the family problem. Yeah, oh, no, boo. it wasn't actually, but... Yeah, it was kind of just a bit of a sting in the ass for her, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the funniest thing was, around about two years ago, uh, New Year's Eve, I got a phone call from my mum saying, oh, guess what, I've got a boyfriend. And I've gone, okay. Turns out she met this guy on a Wednesday over the internet, rung him up that night, moved in with him about two days later, and they've been together ever since. Oh, that's nice. The wonderful world of the internet. Yeah, she's gone the full spectrum. So, she's had yeah. that. I might have got this wrong, but are you saying that at one point... You your dad or your new dad was only, so he was 23 and you were 21? No, 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 no. I was probably about uh, 14, 15 at the time. Oh, okay. 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 That would have been odd. Yeah, that would yeah, very odd. It was already odd anyway. I mean, he was closer to my age than what he was to her age. Yeah, so true. Um, if he ever breaks up with that girl in America, maybe you could hook up with him. Oh, okay. God, no. Now that's okay. odd okay. Never mind. All right. Bringing <laughs> hearts together. Hello, Amanda. How are you? Good. How are you? What happened? Um, I was actually talking to this guy and I'd been speaking to him for about, oh, probably about three weeks. And um, I'm six foot tall and one of my things was you have to be taller than me. Yeah. And he's like, yep, yep, I'm taller than you, I'm taller than you. We exchanged photos and everything was all good. And then the day we met up, I um, met him at one of the pubs down in Wollongong and he was totally, totally opposite to his picture. He came up to my boobs. They're like, he was just tiny. Oh. I can have its advantages. That's hey, Amanda, <laughs> Amanda, what did he think? Like, how did he think he was going to get away with it? Like a, a, a large hat? That's what I thought. I thought, you can't lie about your height. I'm going to find out. Maybe a, a pair of Milo tin stilts concealed <laughs> behind yeah. some flared pants. What's that clicking sound? An- another one of his friends that he was coming, you know, st- sitting on the shoulders of with a huge coat. Oh, he uh, thought his witty conversation might get him over the line. That's no what dice. he thought. No hey, man, dice, Amanda, yep. you're tall, right? Yep. Do you fit, do, when you see tall men with quite yep. like short, shortish women, do you feel like that's unfair that the tall guys should go for the tall girls? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's right. just not fair. It's, yeah. not, it's hard enough to find a tall guy yeah. as it is. I and hear, if somebody, I hear Amanda. somebody wants to date you, do you have one of those things like at the swimming pool? <laughs> <laughs> unless you, sorry, you can't come in unless you're over this. Over this height, like at the McDonald's playground. Yeah, yes. that's the go. There we go. Uh, best of luck, Amanda. Hello, Nathan. How are you? Yeah, good day, guys. How you going? Good, thanks. What happened? Uh, well, one of my mates who, uh, let's just call him Patrick. Okay. Um, 
was uh, talking to this girl for maybe, I don't know, three weeks mm -hmm. on the internet, MSN or something. Um, and they met up, they got along fine, they were going out with each other for maybe three months. Mm -hmm. They consummated their relationship, yes. I may say, and three weeks later found out they were first cousins. Yes! Oh, that's hey. acceptable yes. in many states, I, yes. I believe. That's what oh. we're looking for. So that. did they break up? That's the important question. Um, well, they wanted to find out, like, if the families actually knew each other or not before they decided to break up. Yes. And? And they broke up. Uh, okay. Good work. They'll always have the memories, though. That is such good news. And Pop's that's funeral. That. That'll be, uh, that'll go right off. Oh, oh look, let's that have is a... Let's that have is a exactly what we've been... Without saying it, Nathan, that is exactly what I was looking for. So, well done. We need a family reunion so I can meet all my ex-girlfriends. Uh, have we got Tia? Yeah, let's go to Tia. Hi, Tia. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good, thanks. What happened? Please tell me it's another cousin. No, it's oh. a little bit different to that. Okay. I'm actually dating someone that I did meet on the net. We've been together for three years. That's right. nice. But before I met him, I met another guy that I'd been chatting to for about, I don't know, three or four weeks, and he looked all right in his picture. And when I went to meet him, he was 20 years older, a dead ringer for Pee Wee Herman, and wanted a three-way with his wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, goodness. I didn't, think, I didn't think Pee Wee liked the three ways. <laughs> I don't know. But I got there. I had one glass of wine. They were all over me, and I left in 20 minutes. So they were, all, they were wow. together. They were all over you. So you can. Yeah. You, so his wingman was his wife. <laughs> That's most unorthodox. So you can complete the Pee Wee three way in under twenty. You're telling us that? <laughs> no, I got out of there before the Pee Wee oh. three way started. Okay. <laughs> can we top that one in? Oh my god. <laughs> You slide that into conversation. Damien, are you with us, Spidey Chance? Yes, I am. What happened? Uh, I ended up meeting a chick on uh, the internet and I started talking to her. We got a little further on down the track, like started calling each other. Yeah. The day I was supposed to go and meet her, I had a family commitment, so I couldn't go, but I ended up sending three of my friends along to meet her instead. Oh, yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, all three of them were with her on the same day. Whoa! Whoa. And you missed gone, out. Man. Yes. Spewing. I don't know if I can say missed out because I saw a photo afterwards and it wasn't Dang. that much to miss out Dang. on. Okay. Um, it's a lot. Couldn't will it down to one friend? Those, those girls are <laughs> hard to find. Quite a schedule. <laughs> and, and certainly, what a romantic conclusion. Yes. To today's Valentine's. Romance and love is alive. Romance Crack is alive. Crack up that music, Richard Barson. Oh. If you've had a disturbing internet three-way, this is the program to call. There's more to come. I'll get this. Oh, your cousin. Great. That's the fray. Wind it up, fellas. How to save a life. Get this on Triple M. Uh, George McEncrow has sat in for the whole hour. And I've loved every minute of it. Are you into the podcasting on your show? Do you guys do that? We do, apparently. Oh, it's I great. I don't know how to do it, but I'm not very good at that stuff. The breakfast shows do lots of little ones. Yes. Three bite size. We go the opposite end of the pool. The big ass forty minute best of. There's four of them already up on the site this year. Great. Wow. New Great. one? Is there a new one? No. Ah, uh, could be a new one tomorrow. Not sure. Okay. See how mad he is on the pots. But right. uh, you know, we've been we've been canvassing our audience, getting ideas for new segments and things. And we the have. trouble is we, whenever we canvass them for ideas, mm -hmm. so many people want to talk about, you know, big issues as well. Yes. Not mm. just this show. The soft drinks in our school menace, for some reason, just always oh, comes gosh. up. Here's what happened when we uh, were fielding calls and recordings and uh, letters and shout-outs the other day. Uh, yeah. Oh, get this on Triple M. 
Oh, is it with uh, Tony Martin? And uh, who's the other one, Chuck? <laughs> no, not Chuck, I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, Countdown Revolution, circa 1989. I don't know what came over me. I'm uh, terribly sorry. No, it's Ed Cavalier, isn't it? Yes, now I enjoy his work on uh, on the commercial breaks with the unusual helmet of hair. Yes, it's idiotic, but uh, nonetheless, I'm sure it's uh, shifting poultry. Do get this. I hope you're intending to do a lot more segments about the dangers of soft drinks in our schools. Yeah, soft drinks. You've seen the bloody news that there's um, kiddies everywhere just getting really obese because of uh, the soft drink uh, menace. <laughs> That's not, uh, you know, denied. We're turning into a nation of f***ing bombas and uh, unless somebody comes down hard on soft drinks and people who, uh, who peddle them, I don't think we're going to get anywhere as a nation, and I think we can uh, say goodbye to, uh, you know, green and gold. Um, yes, look, I'm quite happy with the the program by and large. I think that Nick Hirsch, I think, went on a bit, but, you know, uh, there could possibly be more uh, emphasis on brevity. I think that might do them well. You know, before long, you'll have to be, you know, feeding them with a, a bit of sandwich on the end of a stick or something, you know, craning them to school. Uh, they might want to think perhaps about um, maybe a few hundred thousand less uh, nicknames for Richard Marsden. You know, I think leave the poor man alone. He's got his uh, own problems to deal with, clearly. Uh, in other areas of his life, I think that's fairly apparent from his... Um, interjections uh, from time to time which seem of a, a dubious nature I must say um, there seems to be a veiled reference from time to time to some sort of girlfriend I'm suspecting a cardboard cutout or, or perhaps uh, a ghost before you know it you've got uh, a nation of diabetics on your hands people wobbling up the street being filmed by current affairs programs from the neck down for a by montage of diabetic statistics you know, it's a burgeoning industry and uh, it all goes back to soft drinks in schools. Ed Cavalier seems obsessed with eating and uh, admitted to your golf for some reason. I think that's odd. Uh, Tony Martin persists with his uh, uh, limited range of impressions, including old people complaining. That sort of uh, must have been 1997 for my liking. Hello, get this. This is David Bowie. Calling to say, like some cat from Japan. There's a lot of alarmist talk uh, given, but where there's a certain amount of truth, uh, there's smoke. Uh, where there's soft drinks, there's uh, fire. Oh, I've hurt my head. <laughs> Sorry, I have no idea what David Bowie is doing at that montage. <laughs> More of that. Back. It was Get very... Back. George, thanks for coming in. Uh, thanks hello. for having me. Hello to everybody who works on the Fine Breakfast Program yeah, in Brisbane. Guys. Skippo and the team. Brilliant, hey. brilliant men. Good luck to everyone at Tradie for a Lady tonight. Oh, we should. Uh, if you can't score there tonight, forget about pe- it. Look, we're being honest now. That's what it's about. Yes, picking <laughs> about up. trying to get some action. I know it. I want Best to Best of luck. <laughs> All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Our key phrase today, I think it was courtesy of Carl Stefanovic. Happy Valentine's Day to you too. Love, Muffin Richard. And we'll be back tomorrow with my sister and her string quartet. She's going to play all the songs live tomorrow. Woo! That's not true. They're panicking the music department. <laughs> it's all thanks to us yet nobody. Now it's all out and you know.